We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, here's the thing that most people have never understood, and when you begin to teach this thing, you need to teach it this way. And from the beginning, teach it this way, and then people won't misunderstand it. Or you'll have less people misunderstand it. Sometimes people misunderstand it any way you say it. But uh, now I'm a pilot. I've been flying an airplane for over 30 years. But now I didn't just wake up some morning and say, I believe in airplanes. I guess I can fly one. See, just because you believe the scriptures in the Bible doesn't mean that that promise is going to be true in your life. You're going to have to develop yourself in the faith of that. And just because you found it in the Bible doesn't mean you have faith to believe it. Just because you say that I believe the Scripture doesn't mean that it's going to come true in your life. But that faith, the Bible says, now faith is a substance of things hoped for. What is it you hope for? You hope for that promise to be true in you. Isn't that right? That's what everybody hopes. For the promise of God in the Word of God, whether it's healing or financial prosperity or spiritual gifts, whatever, for that to become true in their life. But hope won't get it done. But yet, hope is needful. Because without hope, you'd have nothing for faith to give substance to. People come in a ministry line to be prayed for, hoping to be healed. Hope won't heal them because it has no substance. But yet, without hope, if they didn't have hope, they wouldn't have come. See? Some of you sitting right there, you know. You hope to learn something. (laughs) Well, if you hadn't had hope of learning something and being fed something, you wouldn't be there. So faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hope won't bring it to pass, but without hope, you wouldn't even be there. So this will explain a lot of things to you. Some people lose hope. Then there's nothing for faith to give substance to. They give up too quick. Now, what I started out to say was the fact that I learned to fly an airplane back over 30 years ago. And I remember that I thought I never would learn. And I didn't just go out there one morning and say, well, yeah, I believe that airplanes will fly. I guess I can fly one. I had to develop myself. I had to try. You know, you get in there, it's trial and error, man. (laughs) Made a few errors, all right. (laughs) But you've got an instructor with you. And he helps you along, you see. And you learn what will work and what won't work. And I'll tell you, I don't care who you are, but when you start, you're going to have to go that way. You're going to have to start where you are, in faith and in these things. You have to develop yourself in them. And over a period of time, you learn what will work and what doesn't work, what will short it out and what will make it work faster. And we're going to be sharing some of the things. There's not many shortcuts. There's a few avenues that will cause faith to come quicker to you as an individual. And if you'll go by that route, you'll gain faith quicker. That spiritual force will build within you more quickly than it will by going some other ways. And what I'm referring to there specifically is the fact that if you speak God's word out of your own mouth, faith will come more quickly. See, Romans 10, 17, the apostle Paul says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Now, he's talking about faith in God and his word there. So he says it comes by hearing God's Word. Now that being true, it has to be spoken to be heard, doesn't it? 
You can't hear something that's not spoken. Now, I'm convinced of this, that the Apostle Paul is referring to hearing your own voice, your own words, repeating what God said. Because you have more faith in what you say than what anyone else says. If you don't, there's something wrong with you. See, you should have anyway. That's the way God designed us, to uh, like what we say more than what anybody else says. Now, you see, you've got to start out where you are. So the way that faith comes is by hearing. Now notice here. You go back over into uh, Hebrews, the 11th chapter. When he says, faith is the substance of things. Notice, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Now, the problem is that in religion and religious tradition for years, we've kind of drifted over into this area. I don't know whether we've been taught that way or just kind of ended up thinking that way because we didn't have the direct teaching on it. We've kind of assumed that you use your faith on things you can see. That's directly contrary to what the Bible says. You know, the old saying is that, well, seeing is believing. Well, that's not really true. The Bible says that believing is seeing. That's essentially what the Bible teaches. Believing is seeing. Somebody said, well, now, old brother so-and-so, he just had blind faith. Well, that's not true. Faith is not blind. Faith always knows. Faith always sees. Faith is able to look through the storm and see the end results. And faith will always talk the end results instead of what is. I kind of liken faith to the radar on an airplane. You can turn that thing on, you're approaching the thunderstorm area, and it'll paint those cells on a screen, look like a little TV screen. You can tell right exactly where they are. And that thing can see through that storm and show you exactly how many miles it is to the other side, exactly what turns you're going to have to make to miss the heavy rain cells. And I've gone through thunderstorm areas that were widespread and covered a long area, you know, you just couldn't go around them. But you pick your way through them, they were completely solid lines. But by that radar, because it can see through the storm, I have picked my way through there in the clouds. You couldn't see anything outside the windshield of the airplane. Go right through that and never get a drop of rain on the windshield. Now, that's not blind faith. And that's what faith does, you see. Faith always sees and faith always knows. It's not blind faith. What some people call blind faith is presumption. And it is blind. And you'll end up in the ditch, man, I'm telling you. And what some people call faith is not faith at all. It's foolishness or presumption. They just presume that something will happen wasn't because they had faith in God's Word. Sometimes people do it, and some of you have probably done this. You've done things because somebody else did it. Well, brother so-and-so gave his car away, and he got a new one. I'm going to give mine away. Yeah, and you may walk for ten months. See, don't ever base your faith on what somebody else did. Don't ever base what you're doing on somebody else's faith. You're going to have to hear from God yourself. See, God may have told brother so-and-so to do that. But did he tell you to do that? And you see, when you check up on some things sometimes, you'll find out why people had what they call faith failures. It wasn't faith at all. They just did it because somebody else did it. Or because somebody else got blessed. 
But you see, it makes a difference when you do things because of the Word of God. You need to do it because of the Word of God, not because of what somebody else did. If God makes the Word alive to you in a certain area and impresses in your spirit that this is what you're to do, then I'll guarantee you it's going to work out. And you'll know. But you see, there is no blind faith. Faith always sees. It sees right through the storm. It knows what the end results will be. It always knows. And you see, we say, we hear people say it. I used to say it. I don't say it anymore. Seeing is believing. It's not. Believing is seeing. Believing is seeing. Now, let's notice that when he said faith is the substance of things. Now, there's people that get all uptight when you start talking about things. They say, well, you're just teaching people to get things. Well, now, God had a lot to say about things. If God didn't want us to have these things, why did he tell us about these things? <laughs> In fact, Second Peter chapter 1 says that God has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Now, don't be a kooky Christian. Don't be a granola. You know what a granola is, don't you? <laughs> We've got some granola Christians. A granola bar is made up of fruits, nuts, and flakes. Don't be a flaky Christian. Now, you wouldn't think people would be that foolish. But some guy said, well, the Bible says God's given us all things. Then I'm just taking what's mine. I'm not really stealing. I'm just taking what's mine. And then he quotes, you know, the scripture that Paul said. Well, Paul said, all things are yours. So if all things are mine, I'm just going to get it. And I don't have to pay for it. Now, you wonder about people like that. But there are some like that. Now, you oughtn't to have to say these things, but you do have to say them. And see, when you get out there and start teaching this, you better say some of these things. Because you're going to have some people that do things like that. You ought not have to say that, but you do. See, we assume sometimes that people understand what we're saying. Don't ever assume anything. You teach, you cover every avenue. You say it so many ways that they can't miss it. And then some of them will spit it out and do it anyway. <laughs> but, but, you see, cover those areas. You wonder about people that do things like, you wonder when they get up in the morning how they find the floor. You think maybe they jump off on the wall and just slide down the wall. <laughs> but faith is a substance of things. It's the evidence of things not seen. Now, you see, you use your faith on something you don't see. What you use faith on is things you can't see, things that are not manifest. But somebody said, I'm going to believe it when I see it. Well, now, God doesn't do any credit business. You're going to have to believe it first. You have to pay cash up front to get things from God. <laughs> you have to believe it first. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. I trust you've been with us all this week. We've been talking about why confession of God's Word works. You know it's important to know why it works, because if you don't know why it works, somebody will talk you out of it. Jesus said it this way. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will and it shall be done. Say what you will, pray what you will. But you know, if you don't realize that there are principles in the Bible that you have to go by, somebody will talk you out of it. And if you don't understand, it's like Jesus said, Matthew 13. He said, When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catches away that which was sown in his heart. 
Well, sometimes well-meaning church members will talk you out of it if you don't understand it. This book is a 265-page paperback. It's called Offer Number 7509, Faith and Confession. This is a faith manual. It gives you insight in how to operate in the principles of faith. And in this book, we talk about how confession of God's Word causes faith to come to you. That's how faith comes. Now, here's some of the subtitles. The balance built into the law of faith. You can't abuse it. If you try to abuse it, you can't use it because your heart will shut you down. You need to know that. Grace is God's willingness to use His power and His ability on your behalf. Being fully persuaded. How do you become fully persuaded? Developing faith in your confession. Words transmit images. You need to know that hope is a partner to faith. This book will give you insight and answer 95% of all the questions you have about faith and confession. That's offer number 7509, Faith and Confession. 265-page paperback for $16 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $20. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.